Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Det är tisdag morgon och jag befinner mig på Hotel Kemps i Helsingfors. Nämligen så att jag var och tävlade i Ruinar Challenge igår och sitter här på hotellrummet och tänkte att hotellrummet är väldigt härligt inklätt i både heltäckningsmatta och tunga gardiner och textilier. Så att det borde bli ett ganska bra ljud i det här försnacket. Är det så att ljudet blir extremt bra så får väl... Kanske någon härlig person som har någon kontakt på hotell hör av sig så ska vi se om det går att, att hyra rum per timme där. Och då inte för att utföra en massa oklara aktiviteter utan för att, för att spela in podcast med, med lite bättre ljud. Och då lovar jag även att jag ska bjuda på lite, lite champagne varje gång som, som jag kommer hit och spelar in. Jag ska berätta lite om Ruinar Challenge också men... Först så ska jag självklart berätta om min härliga sponsor som är med även denna vecka och det är då Dressad.se som är en ny och växande aktör på den svenska modemarknaden. De säljer sina produkter just nu på nätet som ni hittar då Dressad.se och det som de har i sortimentet är då strykfria skjortor från J. Harvest and Frost. Som jag tycker är perfekta om man vill vara snygg hemma eller om, om ni är ute och reser väldigt mycket så passar det också väldigt, väldigt bra. Den 25 augusti så börjar de med en kampanj där de kommer ha 30% rea på, på sina skjortor. Och de kommer även börja ha regelbundna event och de kommer ha en modevisning under september som troligtvis kommer vara på Bärs. Och eventuellt så kommer jag att finnas på plats på lite... Modvisningar för att hålla i härliga champagneprovningar. Så att, har ni inte gjort det tidigare så gå in på dressad.se och eh, klicka hem en skjorta. Ja, varför inte göra det efter den 25? För att få lite, få lite rabatt också. Men i alla fall, jag eh, befinner mig i Finland och har tävlat i Runa Challenge. Eh, som är en tävling för som lerare. Vi var väl ungefär... 
Vad kan vi ha varit? En 40 stycken deltagare från Sverige, Norge, Finland och Danmark. Min första tävling så att jag hade ju ingen aning alls om vad som skulle hända där. Vi fick fyra stycken glas ställa framför oss. Det var samtliga var roséviner. Vi visste ju inte någonting om vad det var. Jag var väl med för att jag skulle vara väldigt duktig på champagne, vilket jag kanske är. Men det var ju två stycken champagne och sen så var det två stycken stilla viner. Man visste inte innan heller om det var champagne eller om det var Prosecco eller Cava. Så att man fick gissa helt fritt. Det som man då skulle ange var ju då dels hur den ser ut, hur den doftar, hur den smakar, lagringspotential. Man skulle även prata lite grann om vad, eller skriva ner då, vad man skulle kunna matcha det för mat. Det första vinet var ju moserande. Rosé och där jag gissade på att det var en mumrosé. Jag tyckte att det var en gissade på att det var en årgångslös rosé med ganska mycket pinåkraft men ändå en ja, storhus då. Och det visade sig att det var en André Cloé rosé non vintage. Så att det var inte helt fel ute. Jag har aldrig druckit André Cloé rosé men jag tyckte att den var bra. Det var frisk och fin. Bra lagringspotential tycker jag på den. Andra champagnen ut var mycket mörkare. Den var mycket stökare, bråkare, kraftigare. Jag gissade på att det var en leclebriant med macerering, en lång macerering och skrev även i att det var ekfat. Och jag gissade då på att det var årgång 04 för det var den senaste leclebriant som jag har druckit. Där visade det sig att det var en Chakesson 09 rosé. Som är en rosé som är lagrad på ek, macerering och eh, ja, kraftig. Jag har bara provat Chakesson 08. Jag ska säga att 08 tycker jag var mycket, mycket bättre än 09. 09 kändes väldigt, väldigt odlarstökig av sig. Möjligt att den kanske är lite ung och att den måste... Den måste ligga till sig lite grann. Sen nummer tre. Det var ett vin som var egentligen helt klart. Man kunde inte se att det var en rosé. Och jag gissade på att det var en Sanser biodynamisk från Loire. Det visade sig att det var en Cote Provence. En lite dyrare, lite dyrare rosé. Fjärde vinet. Det var en mörkare rosé. Det var mycket röka toner. Det var... Jag tyckte att det doftade lite, nästan lite skärkbricka. Så jag gissade på att det var en... En sydfransk, solig eh, rosé druver hade jag ingen som helst aning om. Och det var en Chateau Simon Palette 2016. Jag har aldrig druckit tidigare och eh, kommer väl troligtvis inte att dricka det igen. För det var väl inte där superlätt att få tag på. Dagens intervju eh, är eh, med vinmakare Hervé Deschamps på Perichoué. Jätteglad att eh, få träffa honom. Har sett fram emot det här besöket enormt mycket och jag vill tacka Pernod Ricard och framförallt Jeremy Piras för att jag har fått komma ner och göra den här intervjun. Så att vi rullar intervjun nu. So now we're sitting in the Belle Epoque mansion and having an interview in the tasting room with Hervé Deschamps, the cellar master of Perichoué. Welcome to the Champagne podcast. Good morning. How are you? Fine, it's a great pleasure to share my passion with you. Thank you. And we just had a, a very nice uh, tasting of the whole range of, of Paris Rue. Yeah, and uh, with Paris Rue, it's a very specific world with the natural inspirations. And at the beginning, when Pierre-Nicolas Perrier and Adèle Jouet created the brand, 
they have a lot of uh, nature inspirations. And uh, since uh, 266 years, it's always with a nature inspiration. And it's only seven seller masters in this time to maintain the style of Perrier-Jouet. And the first characteristic of the Perrier-Jouet style, it's floral, white floral aromas, and with uh, elegant and delicatesse. Yes. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You joined the uh, Perrier quite quite uh, some time ago. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's yeah. Uh, near uh, 34 years ago. And yes. uh, after agriculture studies and enology specializations, I joined Perrier uh, and I worked 10 years with a previous seller master to understand what is a key wine to maintain the consistency for Perrier range. And uh, step by step, I have a lot of uh, testing to understand what is the best still wine for Perrier And if you compare with a Burgundy wine, it's not the most expressive wine, perhaps it's the less expressive wine to make a good vintage. Mm. And uh, I was a seller master in 1993, and it's first year for me to create the Blanc de Blanc Belle Époque, to create the first step for the Blanc de Blanc style of Perrier could you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself? You're living in uh, in uh, Epenay or a village outside Epenay? I, I don't live uh, like uh, the previous seller master in a Perrier Jouet facility. Does. I prefer to have uh, more freedom and I live, uh, it's uh, seven kilometers from uh, Perrier Jouet, yes. only 10 kilometers on sweet traffic light, but it's very good for me. It's uh, in the south of Epenay in uh, Moussy village. It's a nice place around uh, Epernay. And uh, when I stay in uh, my terrace, I see vineyards, vineyards and vineyards. Okay. And can you see any vineyards from uh, from Perjure? No, 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 <laughs> no? <okay. laughs> no. Maybe it's good to have some yeah, it's a, yeah, from, from and, the uh, It's a very nice place and with the sunny. It's uh, in the south of Epernay and it's a very sunny place. Do you remember when you first came in contact with the champagne? Do you remember uh, the first time you had the champagne? Um, first time, it, I don't remember. Perhaps I tried very early. My grandfather was a wine grower. Yes. And uh, when uh, I was born in uh, North Africa, in Morocco, and I live after Algeria and Cameroon. And when I returned in France, uh, I was seven years. And I remember the first time it's not champagne wine, but it's champagne grapes mm. and Chardonnay. And I remember, I remember always the same style. And perhaps I drink uh, champagne for the first time when I was 12 for a Christian fest. And uh, the first time you have a parents' authorization to drink wine. Mm. And I remember kind of uh, Chardonnay, mm. uh, champagne without uh, aggressivity and a very good pleasure. And perhaps it's the first introduction to be a seller master. So uh, can you say that Chardonnay is your favorite grape then? Yes. And uh, with the Chardonnay, it's um, the most elegant, the most delicate uh, grape variety you can find in Champagne. But it's very important to remember it's not enough to make only Chardonnay uh, Champagne. But with Pinot Noir and Pinot Meunier, you can have a very nice blend if you respect the Chardonnay style. Specifically for Perrier in uh, no vintage Grand Brut, it's uh, only 20% of Chardonnay, but the first impress is Chardonnay. While you keep always elegancy and delicatesse with some Pinot Noir and Pinot Meunier, they add more structure, more roundness, 
without uh, destruction for the children is that how you would uh, describe the house style of, of Pereshwaya? And for Pereshwaya it's a part with the natural inspiration so with the floral after it's uh, stylish and uh, it's not uh, all the uh, Champagne village, it's a maximum 70 villages in the new vintage. We select the village to respect Chardonnay or Pinot Noir introductions. And the last word to describe the Perigouette style, it's diamond cut. We don't have a good jovel if you have uh, the biggest uh, diamond. Mm. It's very important to cut the diamond with the light. And it's a jovel if you have a nice ring. Mm. If you have a nice wine, the biggest wine you can find in Champagne, if you have no blend, it's nothing. Mm. And the very important to have uh, the blend, and it's my work every year to maintain the quality for the blend. And the most important wine is uh, the Grand Brut. The Grand Brut, it's like a business card. Every yes. year, you in, it's very important to keep the same aroma, the same uh, taste, the consistency aroma on taste for Perigouette style. Perhaps at the beginning, when you are younger, you don't have uh, enough money to buy a Belle Epoque bottle. And if you can try a Grand Brut, you remember its kind of elegancy and delicatesse. And mm -hmm. after, you can try Belle Epoque Ranch and always with the same uh, spirit for elegancy and delicatesse. I would say that the whole range is, uh, is very nice and very uh, elegant. Uh, and you, you could recognize the Grand Brut even in the, in the Belle Epoque range as well. Belle Epoque, it's more with the Chardonnay and it's a vintage and uh, it's more complexity for the maturity of the aromas and uh, it's uh, like a candidate peel of uh, citrus um, kind of spicy but uh, candidate uh, ginger and uh, touch of honey uh, more brioche and butter but mm. you can find the beginning in the Grand Brut and after in the Belle Epoque it's more complexity, more aromas. Which one is your favorite wine in the range? Uh, it's difficult to kill uh, someone. <laughs> and uh, perhaps uh, at this moment, uh, just before lunch time, it's uh, the no blanc de blanc no vintage mm. for kind of aperitif wine, but also Belle Epoque. Belle Epoque uh, 08, it's a wonderful wine. And uh, it's not only for the freshness, but the structure. Mm. And uh, sometimes uh, it's very good if you have a very good bottle of Belle Epoque, not only for aperitif time, but for all the lunch. Yes. And you can find that. And we can tell the Swedish listeners that the Belle Epoque will probably be released in Sweden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it will be released in the, the 2017, this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just the beginning for a new product, and uh, if you have uh, some market at the beginning, you some interest, and after you open more the door, when you have uh, more bottle in your cellars. And um, could you tell the Swedish listeners uh, how you, or, or why you decided to produce uh, Perrier Jouet Blanc de Blanc? And when I was a cellar master in uh, 1993, I have a request to create a specific product for new millennium activities and I create the Belle Epoque Blanc de Blanc and it's a big success uh, in 99. Uh, which which year was the first? Uh, it's a 93 vintage. 93. Yeah. So you were the first one yeah. making the yeah. Belle Epoque Blanc, the Blanc de Blanc. Blanc, de Blanc. Yes. <laughs> and it uh, was released in which year? It's uh, at the end of the 90, it's a 98, uh, end of 98 in the US market mm -hmm. and after it's a world distribution uh, 
the year before uh, 2000 mm. and uh, it's a big uh, success and mm. I have a demand to introduce Belle Epoque Blanc de Blanc in the Paris French. And very quickly, I have another request to create a Blanc de Blanc no vintage. And I refuse to decrease uh, the quality of a Belle Epoque or Grand Brut with uh, less uh, Chardonnay. It's only when I have a new contract with uh, Chardonnay wine growers, when I have more Chardonnay in my winery, I can make a new blend, only Chardonnay. We work uh, some years to make that. Today, it's the first edition for Blanc de Blanc No Vintage, and it's a, a good success for a specific market like uh, Japan, uh, France, uh, Germany. And step by step, you are open the door for another market, and perhaps Sweden at the end of uh, the year. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. I think it's a good opportunity with uh, uh, Swedish food, uh, like uh, seafood or fish. I hope uh, to have a time to visit the market and to have a, a nice food experience. Yes. Have you ever been to Sweden? Uh, last year for the first time. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, the first day uh, it's snowing in Sweden. Oh, really? <laughs> it's a big uh, snow on the road. And, uh, yeah. I remember it's uh, at the beginning it's a wonderful uh, city and uh, very quickly it's uh, everywhere it's uh, white and uh, it's not the same sound uh, no. when you open the door. <laughs> no. It's a little bit more quiet. Uh, yeah. in, in it's more quiet. You, you visited yeah. Yeah. Stockholm, of course. Yeah. 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 Could you tell us about, do you have any future plans uh, except from, from Blonde Blonde? Do you have any future plans for um, Perjoy and Belle Epoque? We don't create a new cuvée. It's very rare in the Champagne House to create uh, some cuvée. But uh, in the future, we launch a new vintage of Belle Epoque, Belle Epoque Blanc de Blanc. Yes. And it's a new challenge to introduce uh, this vintage in the market and to support uh, marketing or sales teams to have uh, with a sommelier, with a journal- wine journalist, specific testing to introduce the new vintage of Belle Epoque. It's 2011, and for Belle Epoque Blanc de Blanc, it's 2006, next year. <laughs> next year. Uh, since you, you started to work here in 1982? 83. 83, 83, yes, 83. 83. What's the biggest uh, success and the biggest uh, setback for the company? I think uh, for Perjouet, it's always a, a good uh, success story with the Belle Epoque. And um, especially with uh, the new owners, so it's a Panorica, and they have a specific sales force. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's a world distribution, and specifically with uh, Asian market. Mm-hmm. And for Paris Jouet, uh, we ship some bottles to Hong Kong, Macau, or Japan, but with the new uh, sales team, you increase a lot with, uh, not only with, uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. Japan is a very big market, but also with uh, China, with uh, main China. How many percent of the total production do you export to other countries outside the? It's oh. near 85%. So quite a lot. Yeah. 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 But it's a long uh, time ago. It's always the same uh, proportions at the end of, uh, 1890, it's near 90% export. Mm-hmm. At this time, it's a UK market. It's the biggest, market. Okay. biggest market. And now, uh, UK market, perhaps it's uh, in the second positions. And uh, America is also... Uh, America is also a big market for Paris Watt. You think it's because of, of the of the nice uh, the bottle or...? Uh, I think it's a both a bottle on wine. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and, uh, but the bottle it, is, is beautiful. Yeah, and it's a very distinctive bottle. And the success for a, a special cuvee mm-hmm. is always with a specific bottle. Yes. I asked my son uh, uh, which wine uh, was his favorite. He's six years old. Uh-huh. And he said, the Belle Epoque 08 is my favorite. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> I tried to train him to smell the wine. And then, um, but for the Belle Epoque, he, he tried to drink it. Ah, it's, said, a, it's yes. a beginning yes. <laughs> to but discover another world. Yes, it's a good start. Yeah, it's a good start, it's a good and uh, it's a very good uh, knowledge uh, for him to understand uh, if I smell the flower, I can test the flower. Yes, still, it's a little bit uh, bitter for him, I think. Yes, I He's think. Not uh, used to the uh, taste. <laughs> the first difficulty when you discover champagne, it's with the bubbles. Yes. And if you compare with uh, another drinks, uh, it's a steel, and you can uh, add some air to open the wine. But with the bubbles, it's uh, coming too too much sometimes. Yes. And you worked here for 34 years, almost. Yeah. Uh, what keeps you mo- motivated to go to work? Every year, it's a new quality for the harvest. Every year, it's a new challenge to make a new blend. Every day, it's another testing. Every day, it's a new occasion to make friends around the testing and to share your passion. For me, it's um, it's very important to have this kind of motivation to, to share your passion. Mm. If you work uh, with... Uh, technology, chemical analysis, you don't have a contact. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very important to have the contact with the wine growers during the harvest, with your team when you try the steel wine, and after when you are uh, in the meaning to prepare the new blend, you have uh, another testing and uh, you watch everything. You open some bottle and you share uh, a good vintage. When you really enjoy 
what you have been doing and and your way. Uh, and it's uh, when you launch success, a, when you launch a new vintage, oh, it's uh, the best thing. Yeah, it's the best thing. I think it's like uh, when you have uh, some children and uh, it's the first time they are alone yes. and they are. Uh, Perhaps a, a driving license, <laughs> yeah. and you are a little stressy at the beginning. Yes, but it's the beginning for the life for the the QV. Every six months, you check the quality during the aging. Yeah. What is uh, involved? What is uh, increasing for the aroma? And when it's good time, you make the disgorging, and after you ship the bottle. Uh, are you a little bit nervous when? when uh it's all the people tasting and opening the bottles. So. Yes, at the beginning, and uh, I need some uh, feedback uh, to to check my feeling it's good or not good. Yes. But the most stressy period for me is during the blending time. Yes, and, and the uh, blending time is uh, it's uh, February, February until mid March. Yes. Yeah. And when do you have time to go to, for vacation? Yeah, uh, during August, just before the harvest. And before the harvest. During. During this time, it's, uh, you don't make anything. It's only the nature yes. to add uh, some sun, to add some sugar, but cold night in Champagne to preserve the natural acidity. And it's only when you have a nice balance between natural acidity and sweet uh, grapes, it's a good year for Champagne regions. And what are you going to do for your uh, vacation? This year, it's uh, Brittany. My wife is from Brittany. Yes. It's a good part for France. You have a lot of seafood. Mm. And with Champagne, it's a very good opportunity to open some bottles. Mm. <laughs> are you going to bring some bottles? or uh, uh, Always. <laughs> always bring <the> bottles. <laughs> I have a question from, from one of our, our listeners. And he, he wants to know, if you have to drink something else than uh, uh, what would you drink then? <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, drink uh, white wine. Yes. And not only France, sometimes from uh, New Zealand or Australia. It's a nice uh, Chardonnay in this mm. part. Less Sauvignon for me, it's uh, too aromatic, mm. but it's uh, very good. Many times I open a bottle of champagne for friends from uh, another uh, brands mm. or for uh, neighbors uh, in my village. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what would you open them? And uh, sometimes it's a bottle uh, without uh, <laughs> uh, vintage, but it's a specific uh, bottle from uh, Moussi Wine Growers Village. Yes. And uh, I remember uh, one year on earth, it's, uh, every year I have a, a testing uh, in March with all the wine growers from my village. And they, um, at the end, one open uh, a bottle without labeling, and it's a very old color. I say it's a very old bottle. Yes, it's an old bottle. It's 60 years. It just disgorged this morning, mm. and it's a very good. It's my 60th birthday. It's a very good occasion nice. to share. It's a good year. Very nice. Uh, we saw in the cellar that you, ha you had a bottle from 18... 20, 20, 25. 25. Yeah, it's two bottles. Have you tried? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I am a lucky man. I tried three bottles in my life. Really? Two bottles with the previous cellar master. Yes. And the last bottle, it's uh, a special testing uh, in uh, 2009. It's only 12 uh, champagne wine go from the world. Mm. And uh, we are moving to uh, the current vintage at this time. It's Belle Epoque O2 yes. to the oldest bottle you can find in the Paris Jouet uh, cellars, mm. 1825. 
and you check step by step, it's always the same quality. Yes. And with the oldest bottle, the color it's more darker. It's like a amber color. You don't have uh, bubbles uh, like uh, on the top of the glass, but you find some bubbles at the entrance in the mouth. And uh, it's the smell. It's uh, more um, mature aroma. It's like a very old uh, port with a figus with a dry fruit yes. aromas, but it's always wild. Wonderful experience. And that's the oldest bottle that uh, you can find, you can in, find in, in, Champagne. in Champagne. No, see, you have uh, another occasion to find the oldest bottle, mm. but today it's uh, oldest bottle in Champagne regions. Do you have any uh, thoughts in future plans for Champagne? You, you see, uh, like in Sweden now, it's very popular with the uh, with the uh, extra brut non dosage, also with the. Uh, uh, ecological champagnes and so on. I think you move quickly to uh, ecological uh, champagne process yes. in the vineyards and uh, to preserve the the nature. And uh, we don't find research for dosage or sweet champagne. We have uh, in the past uh, some uh, uh, sweet champagne, but today it's not. A good demand, and uh, it's only for a specific uh, market, like a niche market. And I think it's better for Perrier to maintain the consistency for the the range. Yes. And today, uh, I have a specific demand for uh, some market for uh, no dosage. And when I send uh, some uh, samples, they say uh, it's impossible to drink for mm. Perrier It's not Perrier mm. It's good wine but only for one drinks, mm. but not for uh, a good pleasure. Mm. And, uh, and that's what you told us uh, before also, that you want to keep uh, good quality at all times. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and some uh, houses release uh, vintages that you don't think it's uh, good enough or for, for Pérez-Rey and for Belle Epoque. For, yeah, for, for Belle Epoque. For Belle Epoque, it's very important to have a, a good vintage. And yeah. if you have no quality, you don't make the vintage. And in Champagne, it's a your decisions. It's not a, a champagne decision to say this year it's good for a vintage. Mm. You can refuse to make a vintage. Your neighbors can make a vintage with this year. It's his responsibility. It's uh, his style with perhaps more Pinot Noir. Mm. But for Perrier it's very important to have a very good Chardonnay. Do you think that you will see uh, Perrier using uh, oak? No, <laughs> I no. think no. In the past, they used oaks and they stopped to use oaks uh, at the beginning of uh, 1950 mm -hmm. to have a concrete tanks before standstill uh, tanks. And near 25 years now, mm -hmm. we have uh, some sample with uh, oaks uh, fermentations or eggs aging. Yes. You make some blend mm -hmm. and uh, sales director on marketing refuse uh, the, the style. Mm. It's too different for Perrier style. No, not elegant enough. It's, it's more uh, masculine style. Yes. It's, uh, it's more strong power with uh, oxidations or uh, it's not oaks, but it's like vanilla. You destroy the elegancy of a uh, Chardonnay. So do you think it's mostly women that drink uh, Perrier? No, 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 not no. only women. <laughs> not only, but... <laughs> but uh, women, it's very important. Yes. When you are in the restaurant, 
Sometimes uh, the man uh, gives a wine book to the woman yeah. and the woman choice. Yeah, um, but uh, I think giving a, a bottle of, uh, of Belle Epoque to a woman is almost like yes, giving a, a, a nice ring. I remember uh, <laughs> an American sentence. The guys uh, offer the, for the first time the bottle for the mother-in-law. Yeah. Only the bottle and the wine for the father-in-law. <laughs> 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 he emptied the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always uh, end the interview with the five fast questions that you have to choose uh, one or the other. The first question is the cava or prosecco? Some cava, perhaps. Cava. Steel or oak? Steel. Salon or crude? Salon. Salon. Uh, Chardonnay or Pinot Noir? Chardonnay. Didn't fit in Swedish weather? Or Swedish women? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Swedish weather, <laughs> no Swedish woman, but a lot of pictures for Swedish woman, <laughs> Swedish woman. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And uh, if you could tell the listeners a little bit about why should they choose to drink uh, Paris Rouet? I think uh, if you choose a Paris Rouet bottle, you discover uh, a different world for the nature inspirations with elegancy and delicatesse and with uh, not only floral aromas but uh, white fruit and uh, kind of harmony and uh, it's not a, a strong taste but beautiful taste and with the food pairing it's another good experience and you can share with a Swedish woman. intervjun klar. Som ni hörde Herr Wederkamps, han är otroligt otroligt trevlig, väldigt ödmjuk han är fantastiskt bra att ha att göra med och när man kommer till ett sånt ställe som Belle Epoque så vi blev otroligt fint mottagna vi fick en lång rundvisning i Mansion Belle Epoque och fick titta på all konst som de har alla typer av konstprojekt utställningar och Ja, det är så otroligt fint där. Jag önskar att lite av möblerna att man bara kunde få ta med dem hem. Men de hade ju även lite grann hotellrum och sådär där. Så att jag hoppas att någon gång i livet så, så ska man få sova där. Jag, jag tror att det är ganska svårt att det, att det ska hända. Det jag kan säga av, av Perichoets viner är att de är väldigt, väldigt bra. Allting från egentligen deras brutt. Och framförallt till Belle Epoque som jag tycker är... Jag fick faktiskt en fråga när jag satt på middagen efter Ruinarkällan så satt jag med Jesse Avelan som är en av världens främsta champagneskribenter, champagneprovare, champagneexperter. Hon frågade mig om du fick dricka ett vin resten av ett liv, vad skulle du dricka då? Då sa jag till henne att ja, jag älskar ju Celos och jag älskar ju Kryg, den typen av viner men... Skulle jag få dricka någonting resten av livet, bara en sak, så skulle jag dricka Belle Epoque eh, olika årgångar. Eh, och hon var väl inte helt eh, främmande med att hålla med där. Har ni inte provat Belle Epoque så tycker jag att ni ska göra det. Och 
Och framförallt Bellepoque 08 som rullar på bolaget nu är otroligt bra. En annan överraskning var ju att Perchoué hade släppt en, en årgångslös Blond Blond som troligtvis kommer komma i slutet av året eller början på nästa år till Sverige. Så att jag, jag, jag ser verkligen fram emot att den kommer komma och jag vill smaka den i framtiden när den har fått lite, lite lagring också. Återigen stort tack till Jeremy Peras. Otroligt härligt att vi fick en sån fin rundvandring och nu har jag även fått en signerad Belle Pock-flaska utav Hervé Deschamps. Den kommer jag inte dricka upp utan den ska jag spara länge. Jag ska inte bli för långrandig idag. Som sagt, det är alltid fokus på, på gästerna, självklart. Och jag behöver inte heller göra några, några champagne-rekommendationer idag, känner jag. Jag tycker att ni har fått rätt så mycket rekommendationer i podden. Så att, eh, mina rekommendationer är ju eh, vinerna från, från Perchoué och, och, och Belle Epoque och deras prestige på där. Övrigt då så tycker jag att ni ska titta, kolla in. Jag har ju startat upp min Youtube-kanal eh, som ni hittar då under Champagne Sweden på Youtube. Där ni kan se när jag provar lite champagner. Jag kommer att, det blir lite grann som en videoblogg också. Så att allting som jag dricker, provar, lite grejer som händer. Följer ni inte mig på Instagram så tycker jag att ni ska göra det. Jag heter ju Champagne Sweden även där. Och eh, jag skickar även ut ett nyhetsbrev en gång i månaden. Om ni vill vara med på det så, att, så gör så att skicka ett mejl till martin.champagnesweden.se Och i det nyhetsbrevet då så kommer ni få lite samlad information om vad som har hänt under månaden. Vad jag har druckit för någonting. Rekommendationer på vad ni ska köpa. Lite nyhet på bolaget. Även ja, de lite längre texter, artiklar som jag har skrivit och framförallt kommande provningar. Så maila martin.champagnesweden.se På onsdag nästa vecka så kommer jag att prova samtliga champagner då under 250 kronor på Systembolaget. Jag har varit ganska dålig på att prova dem i lite billigare prisklassen så det kan bli, bli kul att se. Se vad de har att, att ge och framförallt kul att kunna leverera lite information till er. Vi gör så. Fortsätt dricka champagne alla dagar som slutar på G så kommer ni leva ett långt och lyckligt liv. Så hörs vi igen om en vecka ungefär. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.